Yes, people. Let's get to it, right? Echo Chamber, episode 19. Right, so this is the box office top 10 for the weekend of the 22nd to the 24th in the UK. At number 10, we have Bohemian Rhapsody. At number 9, Total Damal. 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 Um, yeah, right. I think that's what it means. Total Damal. Hmm, okay. At number 8, On the Basis of Sex. At number 7, we have Green Book. At number six, Cold Pursuit. At number five, The Kid Who Would Be King. At number four, Attila Battle Angel. At number three, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. At number two, Instant Family. And at number one, The Lego Movie 2. Yeah, haven't seen any of those films i mean i've seen green book but um yeah i need to um step my game up man get actually get to the cinema proper um but we do have two uh, good reviews for you this week we um yeah we got an a netflix original and we have another film from the guys at um, at the movie partnership. So um, yeah, let's get to it right now, right? Okay, another of the films this week was Departures. Now this is the new one from director Peter Hutchings. It's written by Fergal Rock. And it's starring Maisie Williams, Asa Butterfield, that's Ender Wiggins himself, Nina Dubrev, and Ken Young. Um, yeah, okay, so the, the breakdown of this is Sky, um, that's Maisie's character, um, an impulsive teenager with a terminal illness befriends Calvin. That's Butterfield. Um, a 19-year-old hypochondriac who is afraid of his own shadow. When Sky recruits Calvin to help her carry out her unconventional bucket list of things to do before she dies... He learns to confront and conquer his own fears, including his greatest fear of all, talking to the beautiful but seemingly untouchable Izzy, who's played by Dubrev. Okay, so, I mean, that's the breakdown. I, I don't know really if it's wholly accurate, because... Right, so there's some weird shit happening in this film. Like, you know, at the end when it says he, his biggest fear is to talk to Izzy. Well, it, it's kind of like he doesn't even know Izzy until, like, she's referenced. 
and then he sees her one day. It, you know what I mean? It, it's like if that hadn't have happened, it wouldn't have mattered. You know what I mean? So it's not like she's this great ah uh, this girl and he's been seeing her for like ages and he's just wanted to ask her out and blah blah blah. It it's it's kind of like this bit of the story is kind of just horseshoed in just for a reason to have some sort of um conflict. You know what I mean? Uh because it's very odd. This yeah. It, it, it's like he we don't see him tr- like trying to want like oh how should I ask her out like what should I do blah 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 it's not until Sky basically forces a situation that they even talk to each other so that's a bit you know I think confusing I also think so this the film it sets itself off as a comedy it's not really a comedy though it's it's an odd film it's like everyone has a weird cadence to them you know it is it's the way they're talking and interacting it's a little, kind of robotic and I don't mean robotic as in, like, it's all just really stiff. But it's like, I don't know, a computer wrote the interaction. So it hasn't quite got the human element down. So everyone is playing it in this odd manner. Yeah, and a lot of the, and a lot of the dialogue is very... It, it it seems a bit wooden in places, you know. It's just like, hi, I'm Sky. Look at me. Oh, I will say something now, and you look at me in shock. Woo! It's kind of like that. It's weird. It's very weird. And then it's just like the words being used. It's just like, um, like so. For instance, there was one point when um, Calvin's sitting on a bench, and Izzy is sitting on the other end of the bench. Then Sky gets on and kind of scoots Calvin up onto Izzy, and Izzy's like, oh, 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 well, you're, cl- oh, that's close, isn't it, oh, 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 and you're just like, no one talks like that, other than in, like, weird romantic comedies, you know what I mean, you, you never, like, no one does it, like, the, the real reaction might just be, um, why, why are you getting in my space, like, what's, what's going on, dude? Like, what the fuck? Hey, back off. You know, it'd be something like that. That's what the reaction is. It's not, ooh, oh, oh, well, hmm, I don't know. Ooh, oh, oh, well, that's close, isn't it? You know, like, who says that shit? It's just weird. And so you have these weird moments, these weird, like, 
dialogue interchanges that then just make everything just like oh it doesn't really mesh up it doesn't mesh up at all it's very cheesy it's very cheesy like you there's this moment in it i think we're probably about just over halfway through i forget what actually happens but calvin is in a good mood and then we just see him dancing all over the place but it's not proper dancing you know what i mean it's just all very it's just like you don't Ugh, what's happening again it's the oh it's the dancing that you see in a, a, a weird romantic comedy it's not proper dancing but you have him doing it at work like if you were doing it at work people would be watching like you know what i mean they'd, 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 people would comment there'd be something but no they've got him just standing on a bench dancing oh dancing as he's loading bags like it's just like what what's going on here this is weird and it's the also it's the dancing that you would do as a prank you know what i mean if like your friend be like oh what's wrong with you and you'd be like oh i'm happy look <laughs> look at me oh cookie it's, it's like that so it it's just it's weird it's very weird it's like dancing can work in a film like um there's that scene in 500 days of summer when um uh you know um my man's walking down the road and he's happy they've just got together so he's walking down the road um and then you've got like the cartoon birds hit flying on his shoulder and you know he just like and it's it's to uh that hall of notes song you know what i mean and, and so it's just it works it's it's a funny nice little scene like in this the music's terrible i hate i hate all the songs used in this film they for me they just don't work with any of the scenes it it's just not good it's really not good and yeah it's just all these weird weird moments right it's hard to believe the relationship between sky and calvin it's very hard to believe it like just the fact that they're friends you're not sold on this situation and then especially like their best friends all of a sudden and be like what why like we're not sold on calvin and like all this hypochondria that he has it's just all a bit like <sighs> I, everything feels very forced nothing feels natural i think that's one of the real problems of this nothing feels natural in the film like ken hyung's one of the police so he like they keep on bumping into these two police officers ken and um uh 
this this lady I, I forget her name and um it's all weird like none of it is is it feels like it would happen like even in a jokey way it just it just doesn't work very well and I think that's my biggest problem with this film like nothing seems to mesh nothing works well like we look at great comedies um and we look at films where a, a character may be ill or, or or something and you go okay this works because of this this works because of that and and this this departures it just doesn't it doesn't use any of those elements it's like no 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 what we need to do is have all the characters speak in this really weird way and we we make everything like hyper odd and that everyone will love it everyone will love it because we got Macy Williams in it, right? Everyone loves Macy Williams from Game of Thrones. So that's will sell this film. And unfortunately, that does not sell this film. It, it really does not. Um, so, yeah, it, it's... I don't know. I really don't know, people. It, um. I'm uh, at a loss, at a loss, because, <sighs> I don't know, I guess my thing is, there's films that I've enjoyed about people dying, um, one of my favourites was definitely um, A Walk to Remember, it is a 2002 Mandy Moore film, which Oh, I think it's a, such a great, lovely little film. You've also got stuff like um, My Life Without Me, which is, I really enjoyed that film. And then um, I guess you could, like, Things We Lost in the Fire. And, um, oh, Me, Earl and the Dying Girl. You know, so you've got these films that are just really good. And, and yeah, Departures just doesn't hold up against any of those. But I would, I would probably say, look, if you were a fan of those films, you know, um, if you're a fan of, say, The Bucket List, then, like, this could well be for you, you know, something like the fault in, it fault in their eyes, yeah, I guess, yes, I think that's probably the biggest thing, if you were a fan of that, then I think this would be your type of film, okay, so, it is available on digital download on Monday the 4th of March, um, You'll be able to pick it up, you know, in the usual places. So, your Apple, 
your Google Store, your Sky Store, you know, all of that. And it's the standard prices. $7.99 standard, $9.99 HD. It's 96 minutes. Um, yeah. So check it out if if this feels like it's for you. It's Departures by director Peter Hutchings, written by Fergal Rock. And as I said, it's starring Maisie Williams, Asa Butterfield, Le- Nina Dubrev and Ken Yong. There you go. So the first film I watched this week was Paddleton. Um, it's a Netflix original film. Uh, and it's directed by Alex Lehman. It's written by Lehman and Mark Dupas. It stars Christine Woods, Mark Dupas, um, <clears throat> Ray Romano. Um, yeah, then, I don't know, a bunch of other people. Like, w- people that you kind of remember... And they were you like, oh, I know you from somewhere, but can't quite put your finger on it. Like, I, Kadeem Hardson is in this film, but when I saw him in the film, for the life of me, I couldn't remember who he was. I was just like, I know you, but I, I can't put my finger on it because he doesn't look like. Kadeem Hardson, you know what I mean? Like, Kadeem Hardson obviously looks like Kadeem Hardson because he's Kadeem Hardson, but not the Kadeem Hardson I remember from, uh, you know, years back. But, yeah. Um, so, the the film is this. An, unlo- an unlikely bromance between two misfit neighbours becomes an unexpectedly emotional journey when one of them is diagnosed with terminal cancer. Suddenly facing the morality, the two friends who spend their free time playing a game they made up called Paddleton decide to go on a trip to get medication for Michael to use to end his life. Um, <clears throat> the film is it's very awkward to start. But I... It, it, it's awkward in a way that kind of works because it's those kind of situations when you're hanging out with a friend and this is like, you know what I mean, you're not wanting a long-ass conversation or saying anything a point of note. But you say the odd thing, like people try and crack a joke, it's shit, and it's just like this weird thing. You know, and that's the what the beginning of this film was. It's just it's this weirdness, this kind of awkward kind of situations. We don't really know much about the characters. We just kind of see that they're good friends and they're neighbours. You know, they live on top of each other. Like one's got the bottom apartment, that's Michael. And then um, Ray... Uh, He's got the um, he's got the top apartment, and you know. So I think. Oh well, I think also like Ray. I mean, well, Andy, 
his character. He's very awkward. Like you do kind of get that that he's socially this he does not like to interact with other people. Like he says he doesn't like small talk. But yeah, it's very awkward when you see him in public spaces and with new people. So that's one of the things. But yeah, I think as the story goes on, it starts to open up. Like they go on this road trip to get these drugs that he needs. And on this trip, everything kind of opens up. It's still weird. Like, you know, when they go to the pharmacy to get the drugs. Very weird. It's like odd. Um, but it's but it is one of those things that you you know happens sometimes. You know, it's like I'm gonna pay. No, 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 no. You can't pay. I'm paying. And it's this this so this weird thing. And it's just like yes, weird. You know, it's it's, it's kind of an odd watch. But you're like yeah, I I understand that situation. You know, I, so I think that's the, one of the big things. Like you're watching this film and. All these weird situations that you're seeing on the screen, you can relate to. You can be like, yeah, I know that situation. I've been in that situation. Okay, I see what's happening here. And and, and that's one of the big things. Like, yeah, I think when they're on this trip, you you see them... And you see the strength of their relationship, you know. There's this kind of scene, and they're in the pub, um, bar, and like they're kind of acting out a film that they like. But the way it all happens, it's just like one of them's trying it, it's struggling, the other one goes to help him out. And you're like, okay, right. I get it now, understand, because you kind of got a sense of that before this, but it's, I think it's only until these moments that you actually see them that it actually really kind of demonstrates and reflects what you've been kind of sensing, but there's this scene, ugh, there's this scene in the hot tub that... God damn it, it was so sad, it was so sad, like, you thought this, ah, I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but you thought it was going to go in one direction, you hoped it was going to go in one direction, it didn't go in that direction, and that was such a shame was such a shame, man, ah, yeah, but then, like, you you saw these other moments, like the speech in the toilet, and and then when he finally tells um, Mark, um, Michael, he's like, I've got this speech, and he's just like, yeah, I know. And he's just, oh, you know what I mean? And it was just kind of amusing. It was just the, the interplay became very amusing as the film came on. It's kind of like when you see a baby deer 
and it, it, it stands up and it's floundering all over the place. You know, it's got no balance. It's got no balance. It's going all over the place. And then suddenly it's a bit like, actually, wait, one foot. Yeah, and then it goes in front of the, oh, shit. I think I've got this walking down. And that's what this was. It, it, you know, the beginning, you you see it floundering a bit. It's a little all over the place. But as time goes on, it suddenly it finds its feet. And then you get these really kind of powerful moments. Like, um, there's this moment when Andy thinks that Michael's dead. And, and you're just like, oh, shit. And, and it was such a... You're in because he, he, he saw the worry. And it's just like, even though they're on the trip to get drugs so he can kill himself. But you can see, like, how this is affecting him. You know? And, and so you're seeing these moments. And you're seeing the friendship really blossom and open up. And I think the end, man, the end was sad. You know, I'm not going to lie, the end was sad. You know, you really did feel for Andy at that moment. And you you felt for Michael. um, But you were happy for him as well. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, yeah having a terminal disease, you know what I mean, you just think how that must be, and and it's just like, look, if you've ever been really ill, and, and shit's got really fucking painful, like, you, you understand, you know what I mean, like, you understand that, all right, you have at least got the thing of, all right, I can, you know, the doctors can fix this shit. It's painful at the moment, but it can get fixed. But when it's terminal, once it gets painful, that's it. There's no improvement. So, you know what I mean? The the fact that at the end, he was finally able to be like, all right, I'm out. You're just like, all right, I get it. But it's so, it was sad. It was very sad. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an odd film, you know, I'm not gonna lie, it's an odd friggin' film, um, but I, I think it's definitely sweet as the film goes on, It, it definitely kind of finds a voice as it goes on, so I would say, look, stick with the first like the first 20 minutes are kind of odd, but they're understandably odd, you know, they're relatably odd, but if you can get past that, you know what I mean, don't, don't let that put you off, you'll, you'll find that you've just watched a sweet film, so, yeah, you know, it's one of these kind of friendship kind of films, it's, it's it's kind of like that um oh gosh what's that film with the um 
and the dog and Greg Kinnear. Um, oh gosh, it's a bit like um, as good as it gets. That's it. It's it's it's, it's kind of you know what I mean. It's kind of a weird film like that. I mean, it's it's not as good as as good as it gets, but you know, it, it's kind of got that sentiment. So I'd say, look, if you enjoyed that, I've, I've, I think, you know, you, I think you would like this. So, um, yeah, I'd definitely say, uh, you know, give it a moment. If, if you if you're found yourself and you want to pass some time, you want to watch something that's a kind of sweet, but it's a little sad, then, yeah. Watch, watch this man it is, It's Paddleton And you will find it on Netflix Okay people So yes We've reached that time again The end of another episode Um, So listen I know the Oscars have been um, So they were at the weekend But I'm, I'm going to be doing an, an, an Oscars-themed episode with the, um, ah, with the great Tupac um, Faber himself. So we've got, we, we're just working on dates for that. So I'm, I'm not sure if it's going to be next week. I think it might work out to be the week after next. But yeah, so in that episode, we're going to go over everything Oscars, what happened, you know what I mean? Our thoughts on speeches, our thoughts on like who who should have won that award, you know what I mean? All of that we'll be talking. So um, yeah, stay tuned and um, I hope you have fun with it. But alright, so a little bit of news before we dust. Um... Okay, so Sylvester Stallone looks to be getting into the superhero, um, yeah, superhero situation. He's going to be in a film called Samaritan, which is um, coming from MGM. So it's going to be written by Braggy F. Short, who um, wrote the recent Escape Room. Um, and, um, it, it, it's like a dark, fresh take on the superhero genre, supposedly. Um, it said that, um, the story follows a boy that learns, um, that a missing superhero who vanished 20 years earlier after a battle may still be alive. So, uh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Stallone's going to be producing with uh, Braddon Aftergood. Um, Yeah, so I think that's all we've got information-wise. So we don't know when the filming's going to start. We don't know, you know, when they're looking to release. But, um, hey, it could be interesting. We'll, We'll have to wait and see, right? Um, I think next up, like Will Smith, is he's dropped out of the uh, Suicide Squad sequel that's um, 
I believe it's now confirmed that J um, James Gunn is going to be directing it. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I, I kind of feel that Will was hurt with the fact that the, the previous film underperformed drastically. So, um, yeah, I, I always saw him kind of distancing himself from, um, you know, anything else coming forward. Uh, we've got The Irishman from Netflix. So, I think at the moment, they're just trying to work out how that's going to be distributed. Um, because, you know, it's a big film, Martin Scorsese. So, I, I, you know what I mean? I, I think everyone's viewing it as a potential contender at next year's Oscars. So, they, I think they're just working out at the moment, like, yeah, how it how it's going to hit. Like, are they going to, you know what I mean, put it in the, the cinema for a full run? What's the situation? But I imagine we will find out soon, sooner rather than later on that front. And, um... Hey, some interesting news, because, you know, we've got some big Marvel films coming this year. So we've got Captain Marvel pretty soon. We've got um, Avengers Endgame dropping in April. And then in July, um, we have um, the, the, new, the, you know, the Spider-Man sequel. I believe that's probably just around my birthday, so that's a little something good to look forward to. But also, um, you know, I think everyone knows that there's going to be a few Marvel series on the new Disney Plus platform. Well, um, an interesting fact is these are going to be made by Marvel Studios rather than Marvel TV. So we're going to actually see the TV shows tying in to the um, the cinematic universe. Re like Kevin Feig recently said, it will be MCU proper. Sometimes it will take place as Captain Marvel did in a time before current events. Sometimes it will take place during. What I will say, whatever happens in those in those shows and with characters that have been in the films, they'll undergo transformations. Not lucky necessary, but will undergo transformations in their series and those transformations will be reflected in their next film appearances because we've been developing long-form narrative stories for Disney Plus, at the exact same time that we've been developing a post-Avengers Endgame MCU. We've been able to do something we've never done before, which is interweave them from the start, from the plant. Uh, so it's pretty exciting to be... 10 plus years into the MCU and have an entirely new outlet to tell stories with new characters, with existing characters and the way we like to do 90s action movie, political thrillers, heist movies. You hear us talk about this all the time and now we get to do play with a medium even more in a multi-episode arc which we're excited about. 
So, um, yeah, I ain't that's ain't that's a, you know a good thing to hear because it's always been the kind of wonder. It'd be like, okay, so how does Daredevil tie into the MCU? Like, will we see these characters in that? We've always had like references to you know the first Avengers film and you know things that ha- like the things that happened in Latveria and blah blah blah, but like we've never seen anything other than in like a few episodes of shield and agent carter so it'll be good to have that um synergy really but yeah people that's me for another week um hope you've enjoyed everything and the reviews have been helpful a share with your friends you know what I mean? Leave a comment and rate on iTunes. That would be golden. But uh, yeah, enjoy the films, man. And I'll see you next week. All right? Peace.